I've been trying to just sort of get down to the root of some of the core questions that we're trying to address here. And and if we don't, like if, like probably at some point we're going to both realize that we both think hot rods are cool. And if we talk for 20 (laughs) minutes about hot rods being cool, no one's going to want to hear that. And they're going to turn the video off. So, you know what I mean? Like, so I, you know, like uh, I actually, it was really cool. I was on Mark's podcast yesterday and it was really neat though because their audience their reputation and their quality of podcast has made it with their audience um that they're willing to listen to an hour or two podcasts and dude i was so nervous being on their podcast because they really but it was really great i must have talked to my wife for like an hour about it afterwards and it was i mean they were so much fun to talk with and they they asked the right questions and i think I hope I gave the right answers and I wasn't afraid to be honest. And it's hard being like, just to like acknowledge what you're going through. It's hard to be vulnerable in front of strangers, dude, you know? And I was asking myself this morning, why did I want to do that? Why am I choosing to be so vulnerable in front of strangers? And I think it's just mostly because it was strangers being vulnerable to me that helped me so much you know, trying to turn this corner. You well, know. of course. You know what I mean? Do you get what I'm saying with that? It's it's the same, like, you know what? Now that you're mentioning that, like, uh, I've been doing jujitsu for a little bit over a year, and sometimes so some of the new people like, man, I hate getting tapped. I hate getting tapped. Well, like, you know what, man? You got to be vulnerable in that sense. Like, you're going to get tapped. That's one of the ways you're going to learn how to be, like, better. Like when you can open up and like see your weaknesses, you're like, oh, okay, this is what I need to work on. And sometimes people you love and stuff, you tell them what you're feeling and they're like, oh, it's okay. You'll be all right. But sometimes a person you don't know will be like, you know what, man, you need to do this. Or it's because of that. You know, they'll they'll they'll, they'll find a way to to get to the point quicker. You know, like they, they come with a unbiased opinion, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, and 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 you're right. Like, uh, I guess I mean, especially with jujitsu, like everybody starts, everybody at starts like at the bottom. I mean, maybe yeah. there's some wrestlers that can just just strongman their way through a lot of stuff. But even then, I mean, that's probably, but that's probably a unique experience, right? Yeah, but started at a young guy still getting tapped or pinned. You know what I mean? They still started somewhere. You know, that's so, true. Kind that's of the same true. thing. Yeah, it's true. I guess you're right. Um, so hey, so let me see. Let me throw some questions out here. I yeah. do. Do you uh? I, okay, let's go. Tell me your name. Do me a favor. Tell me your name, your age, where you live, and also if you could tell me your your heaviest weight you've been and your current weight you are now, please. Okay. My name's Alfonso Gonzalez. I'm from Laredo, Texas. Uh better known as block everybody calls me block i've been called block since i was 12 years old uh the heaviest i've ever been is 811 pounds and that was maybe like seven years ago six years ago and yeah that's about like right now i believe i'm like at 600 or 590 somewhere around there yeah man you you carry it so good when you told me and i mean i've known you 
for years, right? I mean, that's yeah. I probably met you near your heaviest, I would imagine. Yeah. 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 And and you were also this was seven, eight years ago. You you were seven, eight years younger. Your knees were seven, eight years younger. Your yeah. body was seven, eight years younger. It's like just this is just a big man that carries it so well. And you and you know, you you're you're a, oh what's, yeah. What's that? I'm six foot seven, so it kind of helps a little bit, you know. <laughs> Yeah, it does, dude. You are you are a big dude, bro. I was like, bodyguard, that checks, that checks out. Uh bouncer, that makes sense. I was a bouncer one time for just yeah. like this old uh 80s rock band that was like doing like their retire retirement, like the you know, yeah. like the like the the tail end of their career where they're not, yeah. you know, getting big venues, they're just going from one small bar to another, but still out there killing it and having fun on the weekends. Good on them. But it, I tried doing that one time. They needed help because it was just, they were just, you know, they knew it was going to be wild. And my buddy worked there and it was, dude, it was fun. I didn't get hurt. I didn't hurt anybody else. Uh, I think a chick tried to pickpocket me at one point, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was up to what she was doing and I was like, no, don't do that to me. Knock it off. That's How did you get into that? Uh, well, I was a big guy, man. And when I went to college in Stephenville, Texas, I, I just went with a buddy of mine. I didn't get any scholarships. And I blew up, I blew out my knee when I was uh, 15 years old. I had a, I had, well, I didn't blow it out. I had a fracture mm. that I had to have. So I had my whole junior year I didn't play. I only was able to play my senior year. So when I went up to Stephenville, this guy, I was playing flag football and he was like, Hey, like me and my, my roommate were just throwing the ball around. He was like, Hey, you guys want to play flag football? And once that comes, he was like, I work in a bar. We need bouncers. You don't want to bounce? Like, sure. Mm -hmm. So heard it like that. That's it. That's pretty and cool. Yeah. You it just happened. just happened. Were you, were you a big kid your whole life? Yeah, man. I was like 12 years old and I was probably 300 pounds already, man. Like, yeah, dude. How tall? Well, not that it matters at that point, but I'm just curious. I was probably like six two, six three. Jeez, twelve years old, full size yeah. man. Twelve years old, full size man. What's that like being so young? When I was nine or ten. I was like almost not super taller than everybody. Like I was almost like around the same. Like there was guys that were as tall as I was, and then between eleven and twelve, just blew up, man. Now, did you have any like? At what age did you start? taking notice to being large and maybe being larger than you think you should be? Oh, man. Well, probably since I was 12 years old, 13 years old. Same, right? Was, same around age. Yeah, right away. Yeah, I mean... I, it, I live in Laredo, Texas, right by the border of Mexico. So Hispanic people aren't very tall or big. Maybe just so overweight or whatever, but nothing were like six plus feet, you know? So... I was definitely way bigger than everybody else. You feel, did you get a lot of teasing as a kid? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Did, uh, yeah. um, what do you think about that? Do you think that's just kids? I mean, like what's your whole, what's your whole, I mean, I know this sort of keeps going forward into uh discussions. I, it's, it's a subject I I suppose I just don't want to let go of. I don't know oh, what, but with the whole fat shaming thing, what do you think about yeah. all the fat shaming? thing? It, it, it really sucks. Even to this day, I still get a little bit of it. People staring, people gawking and stuff like that, or they laugh, you know, but it happens. I guess you get used to it with time, but when you're a kid, it sucks, man. It really sucks. What so you... I play sports and take it out on people on the football field. You know what I mean? After a while from playing sports, everybody like people stop not making fun of me because they're like, oh, this guy plays sports. He plays football. He's big for a reason. You know what I mean? Yeah, for so sure. I went away, you know? When you hear someone say, yeah. 
you know, it was because my cousin or my my best friend fat shamed me. That's what got me to lose the weight. Do, I mean, do you do you does fat shaming work for you? Does it help you lose the weight? You know what? No, I think it makes it worse for me. It makes me want to just binge and just like get bummed out and depressed. You know, I think I think the the fat shape like if it's between your friends, it's one thing because it's your friend, like your close friends. You just pick at each other and just joke around. But when somebody you don't know, it kind of like man, people look at me this way or think of me this way. And and I grew up with a very overprotective grandmother, and my grandma was like five foot two, and I was like six plus feet. So my grandmother, my grandmother was a very, very vocal lady. So people would stare at me and she'd be like, hey, what are you looking at? Does he owe you something? Like, she'd be like that because she hated it. So it, it kind of made me feel bad because like, man, even my grandmother gets upset over it. So it kind of sucks. But yeah, man, I don't think it, it, it helped me in a positive way at all. Since I met you, dude, I agree with you, by the way. That's the way it resonates with me. I when I when people tell me fat shaming help them, I either I think they're trolling I think they're trolling me. I think they're, they're, uh, or it just, it breaks my mind. I just, I, I can't. And I'm, I want to wonder, I want to guess, is it just, was it people that never got our size? Was it someone that was just being reckless? Maybe I, I, I keep trying to figure out what's the prototype of someone who that would work on of the few people that have said to me that fat shaming make a difference it's hard for me to believe dude i've never yep. i've never liked being fat i've been teased about being fat my whole life and it wasn't because i didn't get teased that i not lose the weight i was teased the entire time it didn't it didn't ever make me feel anything but worse about myself yeah of course like i never thought that the fat shaming or like oh okay you know what let me start losing weight and you know what man i can I would diet so bad even when I was playing college football I was still like 380 pounds 400 pounds mm -hmm. like I was a skinny guy like I was like maybe like 380 pounds with a 40 waist mm -hmm. you know what I mean mm -hmm. so I wasn't like, horribly big but I was just I was big you know what I mean mm -hmm. like I'm like if I start lifting weights like if I start lifting heavy weights I get I gain a lot of weight really fast like muscle mass so I have to that's why I started with the whole kettlebell and the maces and stuff Cause it's more of a cardio and like, you know, like it's not, I don't gain as much weight, but yeah, like I never, I can't see how people could find it. Maybe it's, you know what? There's like people like David Goggins that find positivity in the negativity, but I can't, you know, yeah, I've dude, never been. That guy's built different. I don't have anything but respect for who he is as a man and, and kind of, and kind of like awe in honesty like yeah. beyond respect more like awe like wow yeah look look who, who can do that? a lot of people can't do what he does at all yeah when he says i'm the best motherfucker around i mean i think he's probably I mean, right yeah. I, I, yeah. I i he's built different than me dude and i i will say you know it's not it doesn't seem to be without consequences in his life but you know you know he's found what works for him and 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 anyone else that finds success in that method i i you know I, I, I don't want to be so arrogant that I think that only the way that things that I'm learning work for me, obviously different things work for different people, right? Of course. Now, it's actually kind of cool in some sense, since I've known you, you've lost a couple hundred pounds yeah. and I've watched you do it slowly and I've watched you do it sometimes publicly and sometimes privately. Yeah. And 
you know, I'm sure there's been some, like any other diet, like any other weight loss journey, there's been some like ups and downs along the way. But before you've lost this current set of weight, this, this like last near decade, was there any other time in your life that you were able to string some, some wins together and, and lose a significant amount of weight? I did a vegetarian diet, like a vegan diet. Mm -hmm. Help, but I just got so weak, man. Like I just felt like horrible. Like I wasn't strong. I just felt so sluggish. I had no energy. And that was maybe like 10, 12 years ago. And I had lost, I lost a bunch of weight, man. I was like, maybe like, I got down to like, maybe like 500 even, but I felt horrible. And you know what? I would get gout all the time. And I, and when I started carnivore, I never got gout. So you when got, would... you got gout being vegan. Yes. And they, really? and they say because some of the, some of the vegetables, like the cruciferous type vegetables, like the darker vegetables. And I was like, man, I don't know. Like I would just, I guess they say also the extreme diet change, but I don't know. It just, I guess it put a stress in my body and that stress gave me the gout because gout is also stress induced. So that's it, it. It it fucked me up, man. Like I couldn't do it. So what, what I started doing, I just, I just blew up again, you know, like I just, but at that time also I hurt my back really bad. And 2011, 2011, yeah, I hurt my back really bad, and I was down for like four months. Like, I couldn't walk for four months, three or four months. So after that, I was like 600, 700. I just started going up, man, just going up and up and up because mm. I couldn't work out or nothing. I got depressed. I started eating like crap. You know how that goes. Yeah, 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 I completely do. Now, so you are you eating full carnivore right now or just mostly meat and some other like veggies and fruit and stuff like that? Mostly meat. Yeah, I still eat a lot of fruit. Every now and then it has some potatoes and rice. But yeah, mostly meat. Like I can't I can't I can't do it like just oh just a bunch of carbs. No, I, I I've stuck it's what worked for me the most, eating veg eating meat, you know? Like yeah. red meat king, man. Same. I think it is. Same, same it's for me. Same for me. Like, like, wise, like my stomach doesn't mess with me. Everything, you know, like it just feels. I just feel better. It's like if you're putting like, like, uh, what's it? Like if you put like regular unleaded gas and you put like high octane gas, it's like that's the difference, you know. Like I just feel so much better eating meat. I know that we talked about uh, the fat shaming kind of being on one end of the spectrum of yeah. of kind of like. It ridiculousness and kind of false what do you think about this current like um you know you're healthy you can be healthy at any size and 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 in this in this body positivity meaning when i was, younger, to, I, when I was younger i was like when i was younger I was like oh yeah you can be big and healthy but the older you get you start realizing you know what no the joints right yeah man like you get older that that weight's just gonna drag you down joints the sugar levels, cholesterol, all that stuff ends up messing you up. So you, it, I don't believe it. I can't see it. Yeah, you might be healthy if you were like maybe 50 pounds, 60 pounds heavier or bigger. Because you can't judge a person by how much they weigh in, in the sense that you can have a six foot five, 300 pound guy. Oh, he's overweight. No, but what if he's solid muscle? He's not overweight. You know what I mean? You can be but athletic. Like, you can be athletic. But being heavy and athletic is eventually going to break down the joints, right? Yeah. And that was me. I was a very, I was, I was super fast. I could dunk a basketball, everything. Now that I'm older, man, I can barely get out, jump off the ground, you know? So mm -hmm. 
no, that that doesn't last. It's just it's just a like it won't last. And no, I don't believe it. And the I understand the positivity part about oh, it's okay to love your body. Okay, so forth. But that's not for me, you know. Like I want to be healthy. I want to be able to move and walk and be able to do stuff, you know. And some people that are promoting that they can't really move around a lot or they don't do a whole lot, you know. Some do because they're young. They're young. But I don't <laughs> 50 year old trying to do all that stuff you know? they don't exist and i'm trying yeah i've really realized that's kind of uh i kind of realized that last night and talking with my wife about being done you know talking with mark and and Sima and andrew i want these young people i guess you know i guess i'm just i guess i'm just trying to talk to myself where i was at you yeah. know when i was young is probably what I'm trying to do, like, I know you were big. I know you felt indestructible, but look what you did to yourself. Yeah, you of know? course. And then like I, my back sucks, my knees suck, my ankles suck. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then I guess part of that is I don't want my eldest son to catch it. You of know course. what I mean? Everything is about not passing this on to my son. And like even at Mark, Mark used to be 300 plus pounds, but I guess he eventually got to a point like, you know what? I need to get healthy. I need to get thinner and like, now he's running. He never mm -hmm. ran before. Like, so he, if he weighed 330 pounds, you wouldn't see Mark running. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. so like he eventually knew that he had to be healthier, be better, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is it, what's sort of like a, what's your, I mean, God, you're so busy right now with your activity, but like, what's a week look like for activity with you? Just real, you know, like overhead. How many times are you trying to catch a walk or, or I know you do the kettlebell or I know you do the, the, the bar, what are they called? The mace, the mace bars. What's that? Yeah. The steel mace. I, I, I try to do at least a workout every day, like a mm -hmm. kettlebell walk, of course, daily. I, I, I for sure, no matter what, have to get, even if I don't get it at night or get it in the afternoon, I do my 10, 15 minute walk in the morning, no matter what I get up. If I eat breakfast, I'm going to take my walk 10, 20 minutes, sometimes 30 minutes. Just depends how I feel, man. Like I don't push it. If I don't feel like walking, I don't want to walk it, but I'll still get my 10 minutes no matter what. Mm. And the kettlebells and maces, I do try to get in daily. And that also depends on the soreness from my jujitsu class from the night before or whatever. If I'm a little beat up from my class from rolling and stuff, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna take it a little easy. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna swing my my kettlebells and stuff. But I usually that's the regular. Like I roll jujitsu Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, sometimes Thursdays, and then Saturday is like open mat. And then I take Kali. Kali is a Filipino martial arts. I do that on Sundays. Crazy. Dude. And and the Filipino martial all that dude, I just do it for work because I'm an armed guard. So all the training, like it's just it just benefits me to, for work. So is so is if if you're a big person and you want to be light on your joints, is the kettlebell like a really is that some are you have you have you found ways to train around having to you know really walk on those ankles and knees a lot? Do you find that the those the maces the the maces especially. Everybody wants to swing a big, heavy mace. I tell people, just swing it for a long time, for time. It's like cardio, man. Like, you swing a mace for 20 minutes straight without stopping, you'll be huffing and puffing like if you were running. And the kettlebell, you can get a light kettlebell and do the same thing. Uh, yes, it might not be the same as squatting a bunch of weight and stuff. But as a big guy, our balance with time starts getting really bad. So the kettlebell helps you with a displaced weight, having weight in front of you or having weight behind you. 
because the weight in the kettlebell doesn't go over your hand like a barbell or a dumbbell, you know? Hmm. So it's very good. And of course, the joint mobility, the, the kettlebell has needs a lot of mobility. So that little bit of mobility helps us a lot as a big guy, you know? Mm-hmm. And I and that, that's what I discovered. And, and like the Bulgarian bag swings, those, man, those, are, I don't care who you are. Mm-hmm. You swing like for time or for, or for reps, they'll, you're fried, man. It's a, it's a, it's a workout on its own. It's a cardio workout. My heart rate will shoot up to like 150 and swing in those bags. And, and yeah, man, like, it's like Stan Efferding always talks about that it's hard for the big guys to get in a lot of walking just because it takes a toll on your body. So I just, I worry, I focus on like steady state cardio, like make sure I do kettlebells for time. So what I do, I do like a 30 minute workout as little rest as possible and just keep going with the kettlebells. And now when I, when my 30 minutes are up, if I did four sets, if I did seven sets, I, whatever I did, I did, you know, it all depends how, how, how much work I can get in, but I try to get as much work as possible in, you know, and the, the dude, to me, the jujitsu, the rolling around, that's the cardio. Age. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. all the cardio. Be, the warm up is like, so we're doing like, it's like shrimping and rolling, like just to get like mobility in and man, like we do like 15, 20 minutes of that. And that's like, that's you, that your heart's going. You're not, you're not lying, dude. I, I, I don't do shrimping or rolling. I know what they are. Cause I've seen my, I, I've taken my son to jujitsu classes before. Um, but similarly, when I get down on the floor to do my mobility work and my stretching, I mean, like just, I, I think people, I think, I think heavy people, and beginner, beginner, beginners, I don't even think beginners should worry about lifting weights or cardio. I think they should just start getting down on the floor and and just rolling around, being able to get not get turtled on their back, being able to roll over to their knees and feet and to be able to get into different stretching positions. I think I think like that should be like hey, let's see if you can do this first. And or and you know what? And being on the ground is great for a big person, because man. A big guy like us being on the ground and some some of people our size can't get off the floor, man. Right. Like they need help. And think about that, us being 70 years old or 10 years down the road. So that's why I I tell I always tell my friends, no, why do you do jujitsu? Like, dude, I do it just for the fact just to help me to make myself be able to get off of the floor whenever I ever fall down. Basically, that's what I do it, you know? Like the mobility, just being able to move on the ground. If I get, if I fall down, I know I can get off the ground, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to need a hand to be pulled up or anything. So, cause that's a concern. Even, even the, uh, the average person, the average healthy person just to, if they fall down, how are you going to get up? Some people, a lot of people just can't get off the ground. You'd be surprised. I, no, for real, dude. I understand. Hey, I know you do something in town with help. What do you do? What do you do in town? Um, you know, a buddy of ours, like about four years ago, his name's, we call him Big Lou. We were, I would always tell him he was, he's a, he's a heavy guy. And we would always talk about like, Hey man, you know what? We need to start walking, man. Like on the weekends or something. He goes, no, man, let's start doing something even more positive. Let's walk and pick up trash at the same time. So we started this movement called I Love Laredo. And uh, it's just a movement just to beautify our town, man. And it also helps us it benefits us in the walking and getting some exercise, but we also get to see parts of the town we've never seen before. Even, even our town's small, but there's so many new things happening and going on parks and so forth that we didn't, we didn't see as kids. Cause when we were younger, it was way smaller. And now there's so many parks and so many 
cool places to check out. So we just go clean them up and just promote. Like, hey, man, keep your park clean. Like, respect your block. That's what we call it. So that's that's, that's what we do, man. On every, we try to do it every Sunday. You're amazing, dude. You're amazing. Try, it, it's just a, it's just like a positive vibes, you know. We yeah. just try to get and just try to try to show people that you know what, if you put, you reap what you sow. If you want a beautiful town, you you can do it yourself. You know, yeah. you don't have to wait city to do it. Just man, it doesn't take. We just do an hour, two hours, and just pick it up. And it's cool because sometimes we go to parks and it's like it'll take us two hours and we'll pick up hundreds of pounds of trash. But you know what? Some some parks we go and there's like nothing. Like we can walk for like 30 minutes and we won't find a speckage. So it's cool because people are doing their work, you know? Dude, that's so cool. Hey, uh, I guess if we just sort of wanted to wrap it up, it, you know, I know I know when I first started getting involved with seeking other people like yourself who were being vulnerable and sharing their story, I, I was at a place of I was near fully had given up you know i yeah. had i had i had start and stopped and started again and stopped again and so many times and just was going backwards and nothing that was advice that i was being received felt applicable it all felt too hard it all felt i didn't feel like anyone understood i don't know whether they did did or didn't how i felt was no one understood what I was going through. Um, if, if you could, if you could talk to someone in a similar position now that are just kind of like, you know, at near the end and offer some inspiration of hope, what, what would, what would you say to them? You could always fix it. You could always do your best to fix whatever you're going through. And no matter how, like, trust me, man, I would, I had gone when I started the carnivore with, like just to lose with Chris to help me lose all that weight. Um, COVID happened. I got super depressed and I gained a bunch of weight back and I had to start all over again. But I always told myself like, you know what? I can do it again. No matter what happens, as long as you get up and move and you don't have to move a ton, man. You don't have to, you don't have to go crazy. You don't have to eat like crap. You don't have to eat little bird food. Like people say, you, you can eat good and still take care of yourself. You just need to make the proper choices, the right choices, because it's like life. Any, any, Everything has a consequence. You eat like crap, you're going to live like crap. You know what I mean? So, and just be prepared and be smart. Everybody go, oh, I'm too busy. Oh, yeah, man, like, prep your food one day. It only takes one day on your day off to prep a bunch of food for the week, you know? And, uh. I just, I, but my, I think the, the thing that I would do that just don't give up, just, there's always a, there's, you can always be better. You might not lose, you might not want to, you might not go down to 200 pounds, but just get healthy, man. Just live longer, make your life better. You know, like, uh, the quality of life is the most important thing. Like, you don't want to be so big that you're sedentary forever and it just makes your life worse. It's just more depressing, you know? You want to be able to be able to move, be able to be with your family, go to the parties, go to the picnics, go to the parades and all that. You know, you don't want to just be stuck in one place and not do nothing. It just makes everything worse because when it's darker and you think it's dark, it's just going to make it even worse. So you got to look at the bright side and just move forward and just not give up. Just move. Just it's like I say, movement is medicine, man. Like. The, the saddest part is not being able to, man, I, I used to be able to run 
so I was fast, man. I give anything to be able to run as fast as I can. And I think to myself, man, if I would just take better care of myself, I could still be doing that. And I do it. And I still, and that's what I'm striving for. I want to be able to jog, you know, I want to be able to move around like that. So I'm not giving up. And I, yeah, I'm 47 year old. And even if it takes me to 57 and then I'll be able to run, it's cool. I'm still doing it. You know, as long as you keep moving forward, that's all you got to do, man. Keep moving forward. You can't just sit back and, Relax and like, oh, I'm uh, yeah, life sucks. I'm just gonna give up. You can't give up, man. We 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 can't give up for anything, man. Like, imagine if people gave up, we'd have nothing nowadays. You know? Yeah, I love it, dude. Thank you for giving me your time. No problem, bro. All right, I'll keep in touch with you. I'll talk to you later. I'll check in with you soon. Of course, yourself. All right, take care. Bro.